Hello and welcome to Between the Mountains podcast where we talk about your adventure travels from backpacking to expeditions. Today we welcome Andriana from twoalpsgirls.com to talk about some secret and hidden lakes that you can hike to in the northwest region of Italy. It was a really fun session, got a lot of good information out there and by all means check out their Instagram and, and website, it will be down in the show notes below and it might be handy to follow along while you listen. But in the meantime, if you do enjoy it, hit follow, share it with a friend, and let's just get straight into the podcast. Hello, Andriano. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. How are Perfect. you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good day. And now we get to talk about the lakes in the northwest region of Italy, which is quite exciting for me anyway. Um, yeah, how is it for you? Yeah, actually, it's uh, really nice. Uh, we have formed this project that's called Two Alps Girls. And uh, we also have a blog uh, where we are actually uh, explaining the hiking to the lakes of the Alps. As you said, in the north and west region of Italy, uh, near to the border of France, uh, it's actually a quite new project. We've started with an uh, in Instagram uh, page uh, less than a year ago with my friend Simona that unfortunately is not here today. Um, so it will be just me. It's going to be just one of girl today. Uh, <laughs> we've started this project because we've been hiking since we were very small and um, yeah, mostly uh, in, the, in the region of the Italian Alps. Uh, so uh, we really like uh, spending time in the outdoors and especially in the mountains. Uh, so we started uh, going to the lakes uh, and exploring all of the small lakes in the Alps that are um, lots of them are not known. And we found um, really an amazing world, amazing nature that we didn't know existed <laughs> that close to us. Um, and we've, uh, we thought that it was actually, it was going to be nice to um, also share this experience with everybody who follows us on um, Instagram and then uh, open uh, our blog um, to explain to people what we do and um, where we go, how to get there, uh, how to dress, uh, what to carry, um, and everything that uh, surrounds a good experience in the outdoors. We take um, lots of pictures because we, we actually use a professional camera and a drone, so we have a whole backpack dedicated only to the equipment that uh, we need to uh, take great pictures. Um, so we have a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, and I've got to say too, I've been on the website obviously before today and I really like it. It's a really clean design. The photos really are fantastic. And on the posts I was reading, I liked how you kind of just got it out of the way with. At the beginning, you're saying you can drive here, you can park here, this is the kit you need. And then afterwards, it was describing the hike and the beauty and the scenery. And um, yeah, so I, I can I can vouch you. I can back you up on that. The, the website is really <laughs> Thank great. Thank you very so. much. Thank you. And... Uh, as far as ecology goes and conservation, I know you do quite a lot of work with that too. 
Yes, exactly. Uh, we are uh, trying also to be um, given, you know, the the attention that the blog and our Instagram page has. We are trying to be very uh, conscious and environmental friendly and like to transfer this to the people who follow us in the best possible way. We also have on also on our blog a page that's called uh, Zero Waste Ops, where we try to do just like some hints on how to live um, with less wa uh, waste, how to, you know, enjoy the environment and the outdoors, but at the same time be responsible. Um, I mean, as simple as it as it be, uh, as it could be, we always follow the trail because we know that if we don't follow the trail, we might injure the um, the environment and um, you know yeah, the right. wildlife, ever everything around it. So uh, every occasion that we have, we really put a lot of focus on this. It's very important to us. Uh, to give tips and uh, actually it's our everyday life, you know, maybe to grow our vegetables and just like to share that with with uh, the rest of uh, the world and on some tips on how to do it better, on how to do it with uh, less waste. That's um, a quite important part of our blog and um, and everything that we do, for sure. Perfect. So we've covered the bases as far as where we can go for more information. Let's dive straight into it now. So we're going to be talking about three different lakes today, aren't we? In, the, in like I say, the northwest region of Italy. So the Alps near Turin, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, actually, it's um, quite an interesting experience because most of the time we uh, start our uh, hikes from Italy, but uh, we end up in France. <laughs> we know, like there is no sign, but we know that we are in France because um, most of the time we look at the lake. So uh, mainly, if the lake is, uh, is uh, if the official name is written in France, then we know that it's in France. But we can also see it on the map. Uh, there are also lake that, lakes that are actually on the border, so they're like half-half. I mean, you don't even know where you are. But that's um, a very interesting thing. Uh, we also visit a lot of uh, times the part of um, France that's called Nevash, where actually, yes, I, was, I wanted to talk to you about um, one hike that we did, but we actually covered two lakes, and it's quite an interesting hike. Uh, we did it in um, August, but uh, I would suggest doing it in autumn or maybe spring because uh, there is not there are no not many trees during the way, so you're quite exposed to the heat. And it was I remember it was very very warm in August, so it was difficult because of that. But otherwise, it's a quite pleasant hike. Um, and actually, um, this time we started in France, uh, so there were no borders in between. Uh, the first lake that, uh, first we got to the lake that's called uh, Laramon, uh, and it's the bigger lake. Uh, there, as, as I said, there is no vegetation around, but um, there is a lot of grass, so you can just like have picnic. And we did a lot of drone uh, photos there, and then we just um, went a little bit more up. That's like other kilometer, kilometer and a half, I, I think, to the uh, Lake Serpent which is uh, the smaller one, and it's actually a sort of um, under the 
like the mountains that are quite rocky in that in that area yeah. uh, so it gets a little bit of shade and yeah i would say that it was a quite a nice hike as um we've covered two lakes they're about like um the second one is at about 2400 meters so i mean it's uh actually very pleasant hike i think for most of uh, the people and they're both very beautiful and greenish like uh typical alps lakes uh, there are many lakes that we've visited, but I would um, like in particular want to talk about another lake that yeah. uh, there is also in the blog. Uh, this was, uh, the lake is called uh, Desberaudes. I have to uh, say I'm sorry for my French, but I hope that that's understandable. Um, it was a hike that it wasn't planned at all. And we were actually going to um, another place, but we just saw the sign that said that this lake was like um, in that direction. So we just took the, the trail and we started going up. Uh, the thing is that uh, there is quite vegetation for the half of the trail. And then at some point there is basically none, but it was autumn. I mean, it was so like, um, yeah, I think the beginning of October, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so it was really the temperature was perfect. And then at some point, um, you just, uh, it's quite, um, uh, it's quite uh, steep, the trail. It gets quite steep, but uh, I mean, it's okay. You can still do it. And then uh, everything just like vanishes. Everything becomes in... Um, I mean, like very rocky and rocky mountains and a lot of like small stones. So there is none of the vegetation that you've seen before. And there is this lake in the middle of uh, these rocks, basically, that you didn't even expect it to be there. Oh, wow. And and the color of the lake was actually the thing that really strikes us the, the most. Uh, because it's um, not, it's like a blue, like a very um, light blue that's mm -hmm. not typical to the to the lakes in the Alps. I mean, normally they're like greenish because they have a lot of flora underneath. Uh, so yeah, it was really a nice surprise. And I remember that we did also a, a drone video. When we got there, we got a lot of pictures. Uh, we just wanted to stay there, and I'm sure that we will be back. Uh, we wanted to see it in other occasions, like, I mean, uh, during other periods of the year. But uh, we don't really know that much that area, so we normally don't go uh, in winter. In winter, we normally stay uh, in Italy, and we hike the more the Italian part, because we are more familiar with it. Yeah, cool. uh, but yeah, it would be nice one day to go back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what? How much elevation are we talking uh, on on that hike? Because we we're leaving the vegetation, we're getting into a lot of shingle and rock. Is it quite steep going up and up? Uh, it it's steep actually, just the last part. Ah, okay. But, uh, I'm not really exactly sure on what elevation was the lake, but I don't think it was more than like. 
2,700 or something like that, if I'm not wrong. Meters. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> For the American <laughs> listeners, that then. <laughs> That's yes, I, think, I guess the actually is just the ground that it's like that. Yeah. So uh, at some point it's just like rocks and there is no possibility of any uh, vegetation. And I don't think in that lake there are any any fish like there are in the other lakes. Yeah. Like the one that I talked before um, had fish and uh, yeah, many other that we visited that had that green color. Yes, exactly. And uh, the last lake that um, I wanted to talk about is uh, Lake Turas. That's one of the lakes that are actually very close to the Italian border. And uh, are lakes that, um, it's a lake that you don't really know that you're in uh, France. So it's really right on the border. Um, It's a quite a nice hike as well because um, if you start from the ground actually on the half halfway there is um there is like the typical house the mountain house where you can have tea and take rest and a lot of people go until that point by car and then they start their hike uh, because the second part is, of course, more difficult. And from that house until the lake, it takes about, I think, two hours and a half, three hours. So in total, maybe it's like five-hour hike. But it's really worth it. And, um, I mean, uh, the lake is, um, as the previous one that I talked about, the previous two, it, it has that greenish color. And there is grass around it. So we were uh, there also in summer, I think also in August, if I'm not wrong, or maybe maybe July. So uh, when you got there, like, you can really feel like on the beach, basically, it's just this, this lake is all yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. Yeah, of course, you have to be careful when entering these lakes because some of them, um, the temperature is very, very low. And um, given that you your body temperature is very high, so you have like a difference that's mm-hmm. enormous and you really have to be careful. We normally don't uh, swim. There are some people that swim in some of the lakes. Uh, but yeah, we like, we would go like maybe just the, the legs a little bit in the water and that's it because uh, the difference is very high. I mean, there are still lakes that are, uh, maybe exposed during summer on high temperatures uh, during the, the, the peak of the day, but then at night the temperature gets lower. So yeah. Yeah. Um, with these hikes. I'm thinking about the gear we're taking. Obviously, we're going to have some sort of good hiking boots. We're going to be bringing water and a, f- a camera and food, the essentials, <laughs> in a bag. Is there another piece of gear that you love bringing with these hikes? Uh, as you said, all of these things are very important. Actually, we also recommend some tips about uh, taking water because it happened to us that, I mean, in August, it's really, really warm. So, so you have to plan the water very carefully. Um, of course, there are some points where you can refill, but you have to know them. And there are places that, are, that don't have 
you know, the possibility to refill the water. So you have to bring it with you. Uh, great hiking boots are uh, definitely essential. And we carry two very uh, big backpacks because we have to fit the um, GoPro, the camera, which is a professional camera. So it has, you know, all the lenses and all the accessories. And the drone, most of the time, we carry all three. Yeah. There are only a few times that we decide to, to take one, um, maybe just the camera or maybe just the drone, but most of the time we carry uh, all two, and that's quite heavy. But uh, yeah, I would say that's like the, the most important part for us, and very good um, clothes, like maybe dressed like on layers, so if yeah. it gets uh, cold, you just uh, put on your jacket. And some good snacks that are energizing with um, sugar and uh, maybe some fruit. Yes, this is this I would say are the most important things for us when we go hiking. Obviously, uh, during summer, autumn, and spring. During winter, things are a lot different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking snowshoes or skis? Exactly. Exactly. And then, of course, if you take the skis, you have to take all the safety equipment. Uh, then and maybe the we don't take that much water, but we take a lot of tea so it stays cold. Um, we take, of course, all the, you know, the gloves and everything that we need. Maybe also about the drone because it can't stay that much up when it's very uh, cold, so we have to bring a spare battery because it stays like maybe just 10 minutes, so we have to oh. change it. So during winter, it's actually, I have to say, uh, more difficult. Yes, <laughs> but it's um, it has its beauty, of course. Yeah, I've been skiing in the Alp range there before, um, and I know that when I went in, I want to say February or March, I think it was, uh, the temperatures got down to minus 20 degrees. And that was that was just below 2000 meters. So we're I, that's minus 20 Celsius. <laughs> so again, for the American yeah, listeners, yeah. not to worry you, that's not minus 20 Fahrenheit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so, so yeah, you're right. It's important to bring completely different kit. You know, it, there is an altitude aspect here. It's yes. not just hiking on sea level in winter yes 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 it's completely different and it's um, yeah it has its beauty but it's a different approach to hiking or skiing or whatever you're going to do in the outdoors yeah so before we move on to some wrap-up questions then is there anything else we need to know about these three lakes in the in the northwest region of italy um, there are so many lakes in the region, so these are the ones that I choose uh, because are among the most beautiful ones that we've visited so far. But uh, we have so many more to visit on our list because there really is just the more you look at the map, the more they come up. Um, well, what you really need to know is that if you go in the winter or probably, I mean, even now, most of them will not be like in our pictures they might be like all icy because they really
really get, um, I mean, they're on to more than uh, 2,000 meters, so uh, they get frozen because it's still cold there at night, and also maybe during day it gets until 10 degrees, but it's not enough. So um, you have to plan carefully depending on how you really want to see them. Uh, we also have like um, another lake that we went, but we went there during winter, so you can actually see the lake because it's all covered in snow. Uh, <laughs> but it's there, and we will go in summer, and it's there. We will uh, make other pictures. So I think this is the most important part because, of course, the, the pictures are made in a specific time range and. Um, the lake changes a lot. Yeah, for sure. So when you started hiking in the lakes in this region uh, with your friend and setting up their blog, what surprised you the most? Uh, the most, actually, it surprised us that people were very curious and very excited to know more about our hikes and to see more pictures. Uh, because we didn't know that there are so many people with the same passion that we uh, that we have. Because maybe it's uh, about us. It wasn't that easy to find, you know, other people to go hiking with. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we were very people were very uh, curious about how you do it, from where you go, and what do you carry, and uh, you know about the pictures. They were very enthusiastic. So um, that was very very a positive surprise, and uh, I'm very thankful that uh, we can share this love with so many other other people you know no no matter no matter from where they are and we can exchange experiences and maybe one day they can come and visit us or maybe we can go i don't know in in america or in asia and visit some other places yeah you, we spoke about many different seasons what was your favorite season to go and see these lakes to go on a hike I would say that um, in autumn is uh, very beautiful. Um, there are so many different colors that the mountains really, really change a lot. Every season is uh, is pretty, of course, but I would say autumn is the one that I enjoy the most, also because of the uh, temperature. Mm -hmm. just, you get that perfect temperature where you can um not not be that hot and still you know enjoy uh the outdoors um i think uh that's the best uh, of course spring is uh beautiful too but uh for example we have a little bit of problem here because it's never you never know when it's going to rain so in spring you always have to carry like a spare jacket rain jacket in case it rains because as much as they are precise about the weather. Uh, the mountains we know that are unpredictable. So um, you know, you th there is always that bit of a chance that it's going to rain in spring, and we always have to carry a, a rain jacket about that. Uh, but yeah, I would say that autumn is the perfect period to enjoy any of these hikes that we did. 
Um, of course, a lot of people hike a lot during summer. Summer is also good, but um, like really be careful about the things that I said also before. Many of the lakes are found in areas where they are uh, non like you can't repair from the sun. There are no trees, so you really have to have your hat with you always <laughs> and mm. have a lot of water. And then last question then, which is, we've spoken about those three lake hikes, but what is your favorite hike that we haven't mentioned today? Okay, good. Uh, yes, uh, actually the, the blog that we have, it's uh, called Hiking the Lakes of the Alps. And uh, yes, we mostly put all of the hikes that we do that end up at it in at least one of the lakes that are found in the Alps, as we talked before. But there are also a lot of other hikes that we do uh, that are not uh, near lakes. And the one that um, I really loved, and it was actually done in winter, it's uh, called Chabao, which is also on the Italian-French border. We, uh, of course, we had uh, snow boots um, because they were like, I think three meters of snow it's it snowed like the day before and it was beautiful there is a river that passes um so basically it's like um you have the mountain you do the hike you go all the way up and then there is like this valley basically a, a valley that's in the mountain sort of and then it goes just down where basically finishes in france in france Oh, wow. Um, so you have the mountains on the left and on the right. And in the middle, there is the river that, of course, was frozen at that time when we went. Um, we uh, prepared before because there is no place where you can um, have a rest. But the weather was quite good. It was um, actually most of the time um, sunny. There were many people doing... Um, uh, like uh, free ride so we also found out that it's, it's actually a good place also for that um, and I would say yeah although it didn't involve the lake it's really a very worth it uh, it's quite uh, it's more difficult than the hikes that I talked about before especially if done in winter with the snow boots and all the equipment that we carry anyway but it's really worth it perfect well, listen, Andriana, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. And like we discussed at the start of the podcast, if we want to send everyone to see more pictures and find out more information on all of these lakes and more, where can we send them? Uh, thank you very much for having us. Uh, we really appreciated that you invited to be part of your uh, podcast. Uh, we really loved it. Um, and it was it's a new experience for us. Uh, every uh, like people can uh, visit our Instagram page uh, to Alps Girls. They can find us like that, where we uh, post um, the pictures that we that we take. And if they want to know more about um, our hikes, like how to prepare for them, or anything about zero waste Alps or, or who we are and about our our project, they can visit our page to Alps where we post. Um, like often we, we do a new article on our hikes. Perfect. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and I hope to see you in another one soon. Thank you very much. Hope to see you too. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast. I certainly did. 
it's made me miss hiking um, outside of the UK anyway quite considerably so I can't wait to get out and get into some more mountainous regions and see some gorgeous lakes. If you enjoyed it please hit subscribe or follow, share it with a friend too, someone who you think might like the podcast as well and if you'd like to join in with the community, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it is at btmtravelpod. You can email me btmtravelpod at gmail.com if you want to have a chat about coming on the show. But otherwise, I hope you have a brilliant day and I will see you in the next one.